Hello and welcome to Efficiency Rocks, a podcast for anyone looking to make their home more organized, increase their self-sufficiency, save money, and still have energy for the things you love. I'm your host, Roxanne. I work a full-time job, and just like you, I want to enjoy a well-kept home, engage social life, and focus on my health and wellness. So I'm bringing you what I've learned, and I'm still learning, to help all of us keep life flowing and efficient. Let's get started. Hey y'all. So in the last two episodes, we examined how to practice food budgeting and consider your spending at the grocery store to be like any other habit or to be impacted by your habits. And then we started to chat about some ways to improve your spending habit through bulk buying and stock up sales. This third episode will be the final one in this food budgeting mini-series. And today we're talking through unexpected bulkman items and double-use ingredients. So let's get into it. Uh, unexpected bulkman items. What I mean by bulk bins are those scoop and weigh options at certain stores. Now, not every store offers this. And the stores that offer, offer scoop and weigh options don't always carry the same items between them. So this might take a little bit of hunting, a little bit of you know looking around, and it might also mean that there are certain stores you go to only for the purposes of getting these bulk bin items, and you're using that stock up strategy in order to have what you need for a long time and not find yourself going back and forth to that store for that one thing over and over again. But the surprising thing is that you can actually save quite a bit of money on these items. And there are many items that you might not think to look for at those scoop and weigh options. Oftentimes we only think about, you know, like the rice and the dried beans and the grains and the flours but there's a lot more to it than that. One of my favorite, favorite underutilized scoop and weigh options are spices. Spices are something that we tend to overbuy on. Um, We tend to end up with duplicates of them because when we're standing in the store and we know we wanna make a certain recipe that requires a certain spice, we cannot for the life of us remember if we already have that spice. So, Scoop and weigh options at in the spice aisle actually mean buying like by the tablespoon, not by the cupful. So you can buy pretty much only exactly what you need for a recipe in the event that you are making something that you don't typically make or using an ingredient you don't typically need. You only need it for this one recipe and you only need it every six months because it's a special holiday thing. Or they really come in handy when you are trying something new and you're not sure if you're going to like it. Also, like any scoop and weigh option, you're not paying for the packaging. So, for example, if you had already bought a little uh, jar of, say, a curry powder and you use up all that curry powder, instead of going and buying another jar, you can go to the scoop and weigh section of your market and get enough curry powder just to fill up your jar and you're good to go. 
And if your store allows for you to bring in your own containers, you are even in more luck. Not every store allows this. Different areas and different individual stores have their own uh, rules, kind of health code rules. But it's always, always worth asking if you are allowed to bring your own containers. Another thing that people tend to not think about is dried fruit. Uh, even things like raisins and cranberries, your general kind of basics are available in those scoop and weigh bins. There also are certain stores that carry lots of baking supplies, like, and I don't just mean flour, I mean baking soda, baking powder, uh, salt, and different kinds of salt at that. So definitely keep an eye out for those things, again, because you can save yourself a container, but also because you can get exactly how much you need, or if you wanna take the route of buying in bulk, and buying lots of an item so that you don't have to keep going back, you can do that for those kinds of supplies. You also might not realize that there are candies available. If portion control is a problem for you, I highly recommend um, doing the scoop and weigh option for candies. But it's also really great if you're doing something like uh, party favor bags and you need a variety of different things and you just want to get a scoop of this and a scoop of that and you're putting it together yourself. It is way, 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 way cheaper to do the scoop and weigh option for individually wrapped candies than the curated, you know, fun-sized party bag stuff. Also, if you didn't know, you can get cleaning supplies in bulk too. This tends to be a little bit harder to find. Um, and when you go to stores that offer cleaning supplies in a scoop and weigh option, they're also generally going to be more holistic. Um, they're going to be more on the you know, natural products spectrum. If that's something you're not very accustomed to, you might start very small because the way that you use those products is going to be different. Um, you ha sometimes have to pair those products with other ones. For example, you often have to pair um, a, a natural dish detergent with vinegar as a rinse agent. So there's there's a little bit of like research and understanding how that system works. But if you have stores like that, you're in luck because they are kind of becoming more popular, but they're not ubiquitous quite yet. But you can get cleaning supplies in bulk and that can just help a ton, especially because when you think about certain cleaning supplies, you really don't go through them very quickly. So at least in our household, if I were to buy something like um, a giant bottle of dish soap from Costco, it's a great deal and it's a good product. It's one that works well, but it might take me like more than a year to get through it. And so I spend a lot of time, um, you know, transferring a large amount into a smaller container and that can get kind of messy. And so and if storage is a problem, right, that's the other thing. If storage is a problem for cleaning supplies and you can get overwhelmed really quickly, it can be very helpful to only have a small amount on hand, basically however much you might go through in, say, a month instead of a year, just to reduce how much inventory you have taking up space. Also very surprising and not as commonly considered as an option are pet foods and pet treats. You can definitely buy these in bulk from certain stores or from pet stores themselves. 
double check to do a price comparison. And also knowing that sometimes our pets can be very used to their current food. And so it, it can be a challenge to switch them over. But if you can successfully make the switch, you can save just like you can with your own bulk bin purchases or your own bulk bin products. You can save on packaging and you can save on cost. And those are great ways to help manage your budget or, or I should say, and or manage your time and your effort and your waste. The final topic that I want to talk through is double use ingredients. So what I mean by this is getting the most out of everything you buy. And I talked about that in terms of produce and making sure that you utilize every scrap of produce that you can when you purchase it in order to get the most out of it. And that was back in like episode five. But there's another layer to that. And that's also the timing of when you purchase something and how long it takes you to use it. Because the day that you purchase it removes that line item, right, from your budget. You've, you've subtracted that amount from your budget. And if therefore what you've bought only, you know, you've bought an, a certain amount that is a lot, whatever that might be, but you actually don't utilize it throughout your entire week, well, you've spent a whole chunk of your budget on an item that you only are using a small portion of. And that, that can add up. And so bulk buying or like specifically the scoop and weigh bins can really help to control that, right? You buy only exactly as much as you need in order to get through your week, whatever your meal plan might be for the week. But that's not always possible. You might not always have access to those scoop and weigh options. So making sure that you have a plan for how to utilize kind of everything you purchase is really important. In particular, the tighter your budget is. The tighter your budget is, the more important it is that you are maximizing everything you purchase in one week or two weeks, however it is that you're divvying up your budget, that you're maximizing the use of that product throughout that time period. Hopefully that makes sense. It's kind of hard to explain without having uh, a visual representation. But here's an example. Um, let's say you don't have the option to purchase from a scoop and weigh store. And so you buy uh, one of those two pound canisters of oats. If you only eat oatmeal once that week, you probably spent your three to four dollars out of your precious budget on one meal for that week. Think about it that way, okay? You only scooped out half a cup <laughs> of those oats, and you had a whole lot more than half a cup in that canister. But as far as your week's budget is concerned and how you utilized your budget, if things are really tight, if they're really down to the wire, that's not how you want to approach your budget. That's not how you want to approach using the product that you bought. Um, sometimes when we have to buy things like, say, olive oil, this can really take a bite out of our budget. And it takes us a couple of months to get through that bottle. If you have the flexibility to plan ahead, of course, that's helpful, but not everybody has that kind of flexibility in their budget. So back to this oats example, if you are having to be that careful with your budget or you're wanting to be that careful with your budget, whatever the case may be, it's important to then say, okay, I'm going to buy this canister of oats 
it contains, you know, a couple of pounds, which translates to maybe, I don't know, 15 different meals you could make with it. You might not eat 15 meals worth of oat-based things in that week, but that might be the week that you go ahead and you do oatmeal three times a week and you make a baked good using oats and you make your granola. So you utilize that entire canister and you're using that product throughout your week for different meals in different ways. Another example would be pasta, right? Pasta often comes in pretty large uh, bags or boxes. And so if in one meal, your family size doesn't require using all of that, be sure that you have a plan for what to do with that remaining pasta, whether that's like a, a batch cooking, you know, you double the recipe and you tuck one away, you know, tuck half of it away in the freezer, or you have two different recipes that require the same kind of pasta and you use both of them throughout the week and you utilize that entire bag or box. A really good example is broth. Um, people get trapped by broth a lot. Most recipes ask for a cup or two of a broth. However, if you are buying the cartons of broth and not the cans, personal preference, no, you know, there's differences in quality, there's differences in what they're made out of, there's differences in sodium, there's differences in uh, variety that you can get, right? If you need a low sodium one, you're probably more likely uh, to find it in the carton form. But whatever the case may be, if you're buying it in a carton, well, those have a lot more than a couple of cups. They have usually about four. And what happens with those cartons is that people forget about them. They put them in the condiment shelf uh, in their refrigerator door. And within a couple of weeks, you forget about it and it goes bad. So make sure that you have a plan for how to use the remaining amount of that broth or that you can actually save it. That's the other trap. Now, saving it for later doesn't help your budget this week or this period. Again, however you're splitting up your budgeting. So it might not help you this week to save it, but it could help you next week if you remember to actually fully utilize that. So keep an eye out. This, this is kind of a, a muscle memory and a practice skill. The more you keep an eye out for the different ways you can use one product, the multiple ways you can use a product across multiple meals in different formats and really maximize it when you purchase it, you'll start to see it happening more often. It'll become kind of a muscle memory thing. You'll get better at it. You just have to be conscious of it on the front end. And again, this becomes even more important the tighter your budget needs are or the tighter you want your budget to be. The better you can get at maximizing every single thing you buy in that period that you purchase it, the better off your budget is going to be. All right, y'all. That is it for today's episode and this food budgeting mini-series. If you enjoyed today's ideas, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend to ensure you don't miss upcoming episodes where I will continue to share more tips and tricks every Wednesday to help manage this thing we call life. 
You can find more content on Instagram at Efficiency Rocks, spelled R-O-X. This has been Roxanne with Efficiency Rocks. I'll catch you in the next one.